This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. So I'm sitting here in front of the, the machine. It's all warmed up, ready to go. And well, topic-wise, talking about talking about identity and uh, say looking at I, I don't want to I, I'll get the pronunciation wrong I believe it's a co cochlear implant and so this is for hearing and it's stimulating um, a nerve so that some people um, can hear so this would be say deaf people <clears throat> and the the response uh, from the community the, this is reaction um, because say there is a community and you know you're part of the community but then there's this human reaction of say if somebody wants to leave that community that they're actually leaving the community and I'm sure it's not a hundred percent all over the place but there's this definition going on that say it's not necessary um, to hear. And I keep picking up these stories uh, of, of, around, or, or say even the changing of terminology like neurodivergent, neurodivergence, that um, people who are born uh, differently, right? They're different. They, they've diverged. And on one hand, I like this, I like the terminology, and then on the other hand, I want to explore uh, the meaning of it. It's interesting on Twitter because there, there's reactions such as, I don't want to hear about your problem. <laughs> there's one, one writer, and it's just sort of, you know, mind-blowing and sort of, oh, okay. So there's a writer out there who's not interested in... Um, what's going on, what's important to people. I think it's on the, the lines of politics. Politics, religion, on one hand, you know, we're supposed to stay away from it. And then on the other hand, it's impossible. You know, what if something pops up that is really important to oneself, so on and so forth. So, and a word that I wanted to attach is um, prosthesis, that this uh, cochlear implant, that it is a, a prosthetic in a sense, that it's, um, it's, it's creating an ear, or at least sort of say, you know, hooking up the circuitry to, you know, for an ear. And right away there's this notion of cyborg, you know, cybernetic, and uh, less the original meaning and more the the current, you know, where it's somebody who is like, you know, half human, half machine, and two, we're not talking about a half. I've also seen people who've um, had eyes, you know, but it's, it's an electronic eye, and uh, that they're using that in the same way, like it's an implant, it's stimulating nerve, the... Uh, optic nerve in this case and then finally into the mix goes um, what is it phantom limb so the opposite which is you know the the loss of um, the loss of the prosthesis even though say prosthesis is this replacement in in a sense that say identity is tied up with um with limbs right that we you know oh you know you have a piece of yourself is missing and into this could go into things such as i'm trying to think of something i've uh maybe say a, a loss of mobility for example i can remember a um, member of the family um 
flipping out, getting very upset because, you know, for them, they had started off as in one way, of course, you know, we have this identity of, oh, well, this is what we are. And then, um, and to quite athletic, you know, but as they age, they lost mobility. Um, yeah. And, and uh, I'm sure it wasn't the only time, but it was the time, it was a time when they were observed um, it, that it just, it took them over and that they were ruled by this um, desire to be something that, you know, they were no longer. So my interest, you know, yeah, it's psych psychological, but at the same time, I'm thinking of characters and uh, the realism of characters, um, say how important, the, you know, whatever it is, the, the framework that they identify with um, could be a, a ethnicity, that there is a kind of prosthetic effect, right? This notion of what a person is. They say, oh, well, you know, this is my history. This is my family, my people. This is, this is what it is. And then say people who uh, are finding themselves in a kind of jumble, right? That they're no longer in this identity situation, um, that they've left that. Um, pros and cons. Uh, say the cosmopolitan, in the, in the true sense, <laughs> not the magazine, uh, but say the person who has, has gone out into the world and um, I know one family that kind of did a world tour um, uh, and, you know, so working in other countries and then returned to their country of origin and uh, that there's these pros and cons to it. There's uh, kids, kids that their identity is <laughs> that they're, you know, they're from somewhere else. They're of the world in a sense, you know, and... Uh, they they go back to this place that is that isn't their own, um, even leaving countries that they don't have. Uh, you know they can claim say a cultural connection, but uh, that they say don't have that family history. They don't have the ethnicity. There we go. And to say my conundrum, right? I'm British Canadian, but it's. You know, I know that it's a weird thing. It's like I know that, you know, my ethnic identity is, um, it, it's sort of this, almost like a phantom, and it's a way of navigating. But it's also fraught. Uh, it's, um, you know, <laughs> if I was there, if I had grown up there, uh, it, it would make much more sense. But you know, from this perspective, it's, uh, it, it, you know, it's the outsider, you know, pros and cons there. Um, yeah, so I know at least one writer on Twitter who has um, a hearing implant, and I haven't asked them. I did talk to uh, another person. I'm trying to remember. I, I remember having this conversation. It might have just been like a really well-written article <laughs> that made me feel like, feels like I'm talking to a real person and walking away with, with this different, um, identity in the sense of say, seeing a group of people and say this definition of normality, say for me with those hurdles, it feels like this fluidity of normality, um, and and then say interactions for me culturally where you know i'm <laughs> i am not 100% but i'm on this kind of fringe of awareness that there isn't just one way of doing something um you know somebody i have this hang up about a local um crosswalk signal and what i saw some people doing to it and like say, you know, it's like, what the heck is going on? And, and um, you know, I, but, but multiple perspectives and that 
you know, that does, that wouldn't be going on with the crosswalk signal. And so I've got to stop talking about it because it's eating away the time. Maybe we'll talk about it later. But uh, Suffice to say, suffice to say that these cultural ways of doing things, that they are these limbs, these appendages, and some of them are prosthetic. I think they're more prosthetic, say, when they are attachments, uh, not say that they're built in or that say we grew up in a certain reality and you know and suddenly we find ourselves in a different one in a different situation, much like um, my, one of my relatives who is uh, who I mentioned it was very upset, like you know yelling, crying, upset um, because it was over, right? It wasn't you know if. <laughs> there's no, you can't wait and then it's going to, you know, suddenly improve and you're going to be all limber and everything and, you know, going and doing sports and stuff, which is strange because in a sense you can still do sports. You can watch sports and, you know, the, the, the muscles will still, you know, sort of move and twitch um, in those moments of, you know, that we lose, um, what's it called? Suspension of disbelief. There we go. We we have a suspension of... Yeah, yeah. So disbelief gets shoved out of the way. And we believe. Uh, as I'm saying that too, I'm thinking, I'm thinking writing. You know, writing and it feels like that there's... I'm sure this is a common phenomenon that it's like the... That there's this appendage that sometimes is missing. Sometimes it's there and it's, it's working and everything. Um, Easily, it said, "Oh well, that's writer's block," but I'm, I'm I'm thinking of it in this case, the shape of it, the form of it. That it's kind of like this limb, and it's it's a it's a limb of thought or a way of doing things, a kind of pattern. There's probably a, a neural pathway set up, um, and then there's this um, sort of counter limb that gets in the way and frustrates. I remember seeing something, a show where uh, an operation, or it could have been an accident, that, but there were operations, and say there's this, um, the, the connection between the two hemispheres of the brain is severed. I think it was used to treat epilepsy a, a while ago, a long time ago, probably even just, you know, a hundred years or so. But... Um, that, that what happened was, oh, and yes, there's a great video to check out online about left brain, right brain. And um, the, the question being, how many, like, how many of us are inside? <laughs> and and the, the difficulty of answering that. And um, so the uh, two sides of the brain are severed. They still are existing and doing their stuff, but they don't have this kind of um, pipeline between the, the two. And so the, um, these halves of the brain, they will do things, right? Um, it's not like a whole package. I don't know about you, but I've had moments like that where, uh, like, say, I'll do something and not be sure about it. Sort of say a hand moving in a certain way is probably a, a, a neuro... Um, what is it? Neurosurgeon, neuro neurologist out there going, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> um, and possibly something to have checked out. It's It just occasionally pops up. And um, yeah, so what is it? So it's the, what I've noticed is it's the right, the right hand, the arm too, that, that it'll, there'll be this sort of spasm and something will happen. And in, in a social situation that's embarrassing um and to i'll apologize and it doesn't happen that often but it you know often enough so it's like going whoa what the heck just happened and um trying to sort of <laughs> stay you know not get too close to people or at least sort of say um anyways moving on no moss we want to talk about your right uh, the right side okay Prosthetics, prosthetics, cyber, prosthetics. 
uh, I don't know about you, but I've seen, say, videos and um, read stuff about press, um, phantom limb, the phantom limb, and this cool thing of, say, um, a mirror being set up and the imagination being used. Um, so, say, an arm is missing or a hand is missing, um, and there's this pain. It, it feels like the arm is still there and, you know, it itches um, or even just it hurts. And that using, uh, it, was, it was a long box, there was a mirror, so it created this illusion um, that the left arm, the left hand uh, was the right. And then, you know, imagining, squeezing uh, the right hand while the left hand is squeezing and that this has provided some relief. Wow, for me, thinking about imagination and say, and bear with me for a moment, a prosthetic reality and say that one in their psychology that they have, there's something damaged or there's something missing uh, that they, through this act of reflection and imagination, that there there can be this imagining of a wholeness that turned out very well <laughs> good job <laughs> congratulations to both hemispheres <laughs> for working together uh yeah okay uh, uh, cybernetic in a sense with using um what is it? Word processors. What's a word processor? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's your grandfather's app, right? <laughs> Programs. That's that's it's too that's too cruel too soon. But I think eventually it'll be like that, right? It'll be this um, this huge distance, like the guild in um, Dune, Frank Herbert's Dune, and you know, it'll be this group of people who you know control reality while this you know everybody else is using uh using the internet but having no idea how it you know how to how to what is that shape <laughs> shape reality but but even in the sense of say storytellers storytellers um you know box office hollywood big movies that in a sense that that's what they're doing right they create these events these um whether it's purging or whether it's um catharsis uh that we say we're living out these fantasies and via the imagination that there's this part of ourselves that is you know for a moment satiated and repaired um it's not permanent it, it probably is a bad idea to be, you know, permanent, to be living in this sort of constant state of um, satiation. Wow. Uh, being sated all the time. And it, yeah. Why? Ah, it's just survival, right? You know, that, you know, got to get some food, got to get some exercise, you know, got to have some kind of social contact going on. And when we lose those, here we go once again, these sort of uh, prosthetic experiences um, that we are, we, you know, we've, we've lost this kind of limb and um, seeking, seeking to sort of fix it up, repair it. And, and of course, when the damage is, is physical, it's the most obvious. Uh, where I'm coming from, I, th I think I can say that there's this, you know, emotional Right? There's this emotional stuff and uh, the difficulty in the difficulty in making a connection. I think I think that's accurate for where I'm at. And and as well for say people who are in the same boat. Um, and and it's an odd situation too. Um, I had the I had the 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 good and yet unfortunate um a conversation with somebody from my community and and I should say my mentally ill community that 
uh, they they can kind of they conveyed a kind of um, what is it called? Oh, I I don't even want to like you know properly name it, but just say where your experience becomes your reality, right? That sort of say you um, you narrow, right? You get narrowed. It's sort of like okay, well this is what you are, and this is the world, and um, and then so you walk walk around wearing those glasses, you know that lens you're looking through, and. Um, what is it? <laughs> and see, for me, it's not even, uh, you know, psychedelic colored glasses. Um, it, it's not. So uh, that would be something. And, and that's, that, that's not the case. But anyways, uh, with, with that person, it was a, they're, they're great because they shoot from the hip. They don't even, I, I think, Actually, probably their social skills are abysmal. <laughs> Some sort of going through the card catalog, right? You know, looking at their file, you know, in my imagination, I'm just sort of like, you know, oh, yeah, remember all those times, right? And then, you know, they said this and that. And I was, even I was sort of shocked, right? And, uh, and yet we had this moment of, of uh, communication and I sort of looked at it as, what is it, like a, uh, having something on one hand it's it's this uh culturally it's a cultural norm you know to have this kind of uh, limb it's a, you know this appendage and and i'm speaking in terms of say psychological that say that there's this um way of doing things of um of, of operating with the the mind as um a series of, uh, I want to say members. I said that limbs, way ways of um, manipulating. I'm saying manipulating ideas, um, almost like say we have a set of hands that are doing a kind of Rubik's cube thing uh, in our minds, but more complex. And it's not just Rubik's cubes, and it's not just hands. So psychologically having um, a limb, a way of doing something, right? Also to ha being hardwired to do something, you know, and yet it's not socially acceptable. And um, that's also part of the equation in, in my community and uh, watching people navigate, um, navigate this uh, uh, and you know, falling into, entering into, marrying into, being born into uh, my community, and uh, you know that it's it's highly confusing. It's not this kind of um, codified, you know, sort of since the dawn of time, right? You know, this is how we do things, and you know, you, you unquestioning, and you go through it in your whole life that it's just this easy one-way um, street. And then, as I'm saying that, I'm going, that moss is unrealistic. And that's, it's probably the goal. Like, everybody is, is attempting to sort of find this. Where do I fit in? <laughs> My family is totally corrupt, right? You know, how, do I, how do I get, you know, how do I get out of this? Uh, and, and then vice versa. Somebody else is looking at your situation and... and <laughs> Is the exact same. Oh, I wish I was in that corrupt family. <laughs> that looks so exciting. So, here we are with limbs. Uh, over to the cyborg. So, one prosthetic I have, and I suspect, um, and to, it's sorry, one prosthetic I have. It's it's this keyboard and this screen some kind of desk situation and and variation on a theme uh and of course the cpu computer tower um you know with the hardware the software that there's some variation of that uh like say right now i'm recording on a cell phone um however you want to call it i love the fact too that people will say phone right and it's it's way more than just a phone anymore, but 
that's what we call this thing. It's a phone. It's appropriate, too, that I'm speaking and you are listening. Phonos. I believe that's sound. Um, telephone. Um, you know, some great etymology there. Well, ish. Television. Telephone. So what's... Uh, is, is I want to say that I think tele, telepath uh, is... I thought uh, path was feeling, like pathos. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm just looking for other sort of uh, tele-something, like what are the senses, right? Tele, you know, <laughs> texture, right? You know, this feeling things. What about, uh, you know, tele-smell? Tele All right. Okay, enough of that. Back to cybernetics. So my understanding is that cybernetics, that the term originally is coming from this notion of uh, thought and that using, say, systems of thinking, ways of um, perceiving, you know, and sort of sh shaping uh, as though mechanical, as though um, a, a piece of hardware, uh, and then also the, the software. So that's where the... Um, originally it's coming from, and then, and then, and then we hit, say, cyberpunk, then we hit, um, cyborgs, we see people who have, we've, in, we've always had, in a sense, we've always had, say, like, people will replace, get a, you know, a hand will be replaced with something, a hook, or some other, you know, implement, and then, um, uh, say, a, a foot, or leg, you know, that it, there will be a, you know, a wooden leg, a peg leg, even say teeth. I keep remembering George Washington's wooden teeth that were apparently uncomfortable. Makes sense. Um, that, that say that it's, it's not new. It's just the way that it's being done. You know, that's, that's what's changed it. Uh, there's a woman, no, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Shall I just erase all that? No, I think it's important to acknowledge the mistake and go, there's a person, sure, there we go, who identifies as a cyborg in Vancouver. Their name, I did it right that time, is uh, Cherry or Sherry. And I've tried twice to get an interview just because I'm fascinated, but that's probably a problem for them. Did it right that time. Um... And two, yeah, I sort of see that and I go, yeah, um, because she, there, I made the mistake. They are very cool. And, and yet, even, even in talking now, I'm, I'm sort of seeing the, what is it called? Uh, Im imposing the shape and, and, and um, this person is saying, I am a certain type of thing, you know, but say my uh, hard wiring and soft wiring, whatever is software is saying, you know, no. <laughs> and they're, and they're awesome. I'm just, I, I really like the idea. Um, uh, and, and as I'm saying this, I'm going, it's better to be uh, speaking in this way, I think, and more, more respectful. And two, I've put it out there, but um, what is it I want to say? But anyways, sorry, moving into into what's going on with them, that my understanding is that they are in a, a wheelchair. Uh, here comes this, like say, I just had this, the word, the vocabulary was disabled before I mentioned uh, chair. Um, things like, say, the descriptions wheelchair and... Uh, the, let's see there's all these associations and much like um, much like say uh, limbs and just muscle memory and the way you know that things are done um, that they remember how to do these things that also the brain and, and thinking that it goes into sort of like these norms or uh, cultural norms of, oh, well, this is, you know, 
this is who this is and who, who that is, um, especially binary. Uh, I'm trying to think of what kind of non-binary is exists. There's a lot of lovely non-binary um, non too. Like um, I see, I see priests in dresses, <laughs> and I, you know, for years I was just sort of like, oh yeah, there's the Pope in a dress, and you know, I'm. It's it only recently am I going. Wait a second. Wait a second. You know, what's going on here? That's okay, but say somebody, not who's not, you know, religious, spiritual, whatever. That you know, if they want to wear a dress, that's a problem. And I'm talking about men, and then vice versa, women doing things, and um, that it's, you know, that that's normal. And it's like, wait a second. If a man does that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um. So, so prosthetics. I'm, I'm hearing noises. <laughs> the house is stirring. Uh, this is, you know, pandemic. Um, we've been at least a week and it's, it's pretty normal, um, especially for me. Um, but, but my manager is not. Uh, it's, this is not a sort of typical situation. Right. How are we doing? Oh, so we're halfway. Um, cybernetics. So we're, so we're doing things with limbs. We're doing things with limbs and we are, uh, we are adjusting, changing the, the physical and getting quite good at it, say, uh, you know, we have full-on arms, hands that um, can move, you know, through um, nerves, that they're picking up impulses, impulses, nerves, messages from the nerves, and um, in, that remain, or that are there, that um, allow for, you know, say, you know, to manipulate with, with that hand mechanical hand very cool stuff and and yet getting back to say people who are questioning this drive towards normality say that you're born with no limbs you know in, in one way it matters right you're, you the, the norm is to have limbs and yet you know say you don't or say if it was me i would not i don't have the limbs i want to take this eventually to how each of us um that that we have it's almost like a plug and play kind of scenario though it's not as as simple as such and that it would be cool to get to that point where where we can use our imagination to to adapt and okay so you're born with no limbs, or that there's some other um, there's some other way of being that's looked at as out of the norm. Um, neurodivergent. It could be say being born, and that the mind is doing something different, and it's not um, the the problem though is that these are seen as deformities, right? Deform. Um, these are not being seen as know uh, an option right and in, in you know taking away this notion of normal and instead uh, moving it into that you know that everyone is normal that's the leap uh, that this is taking and that's that's the leap that these groups also even if it's an enclave you're on the outside uh, such as um, like and two what do you do do you say deaf do you say hearing impaired um, do you say um, hearing divergent? Uh, something along those lines. I haven't had enough conversations, and and too, I can I can feel that kind of uh, gap from for myself. Uh, even though, say, I've been around LGBTQ plus, and I don't identify, you know, but say, you know. I know people in those communities 
Um, and I have at least one relative, and then there's, you know, there's cousins, uh, many cousins. So, you know, there's more. <laughs> there's there's more than one, obviously. Uh, and to deny that person, um, you know, you know their um, definition, right? You know, their experience to not be limiting it and saying, okay, well, you're not, um, you're not normal. And they could come right back though and say, well, you know, neither are you, right? Say, uh, you know, I'm not able to use my legs, right? But that's that's normal for me, whereas you use your legs, that's abnormal. There's that argument and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, I think it's a no-win, pol politely, too. The person who has the, um, the ability or the limbs, that it's, it's a very rude thing to say. Um, and, that, and yet we, have, we do have rude people who, um, where it's necessary for them to impose that rationale on, on what they see, right? You know, um, you're not doing it the right way. Right. You're not, uh, what I remember, um, what is it? They, this might still, this probably still goes on, but counting the number of toes and, um, fingers and toes, a baby, uh, just being born, uh, you know, checking other things too. And, uh, I think it was in a book. There's a book. It might've been the chrysalids where, where these, um, young mutants uh, have to deal with this sort of, um, what is it called? You know, it's either you're in or you're out. And things, things have improved, um, but it definitely feels like we're on this cusp and it feels like there's going to be a bunch of people who get left behind. And um, it's, very, it's a very positive, cool thing. Also, too, it, it opens up. How do I mean? F say, I can, I can pass. I've passed for a long time. And I've had to pass. Um, and by pass, I mean fit in. And that say, you know, my disability. Um, and then, too, sometimes I don't, have, um, I don't have a choice about that. It becomes obvious. It becomes known. And, uh, and, and yet even in my family, it was this, you know, oh, be ashamed, right? This is, you have this, you know, fatal flaw. You have this problem that, um, it, you know, you, you, you know, don't reveal it, right? Don't let people know <laughs> what's going on, right? And, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, personally, it's, it's better, personally, but, um, I, I prefer it this acceptance you know and just sort of a, you know a broad normality uh, because it allows people like myself to um to to leave that to leave you know to stop hiding right and instead um to embrace something that is bigger brighter better star trek it's very star trek uh and, and too weird, sorry, this is a segue, uh, Captain Pike, right? Especially the original Captain Pike. And uh, no, no, it's not especially. It's now it's the, the remake Captain Pike. This is Star Trek. Uh, there was this big accident and Captain Pike is uh, injured. And um, the, there has to, I'm sure they'll come up with an explanation, a reason that why this injury, that it can't be repaired and that there can't be, you know, say, a chair that talks, kind of like Stephen Hawking's eventual chair that um, is going to speak, right? And uh, things like that. It's like, you know, in the future. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that Captain Pike gets radiation, some kind of radiation damage that prohibits the, you know, the chair from connecting. Or it could even be that Captain Pike has such you know, has secrets or something, or, um, so he only has these three flashing lights. 
you know, what do you do with that? 1960? Okay, sure, yeah. Three flashing lights. Right, okay. So uh, back to this this notion of normality. Um, uh, my, um, I, th I think that say, we, hmm. For, for me, I'm looking at the, I do see a sort of cyborg sort of thing going on and not just with myself, but say I'm doing a specific thing with keyboard, monitor, um, computer, desk, this situation. And uh, that say, I mentioned earlier, this process of reflection and imagination in... Um, in, in, in imagining and um, flexing and like there's this phantom limb there. There's this, it, you know, there's something there that served this function that was really important and, uh, and yet it's, you know, damaged or uh, lost or, you know, possibly even it was never even there. And um, th for myself, that is def definite say that there is this connection that has been established and perhaps one day I can, you know, step away from that and, and it will be exercised enough that I won't be sitting here, um, you know, with my cardboard box, you know, in this mirror set up and it's the equivalent of having my two arms, right. And I'm, I'm, you know, but one of them, it doesn't exist, you know, you know, but I see the reflection, and so I imagine, and I go, oh, well, I can see it, so the other hand must be there, arm. Uh, so, I, so I have that for myself, and then I, I have experienced uh, computer games almost from the beginning, um, pretty close, so this back in the 80s, and there, of course there was stuff uh, in the 70s, and... Going back, um, I'm almost thinking of, say, um, objects of desire, addictions, as having a prosthetic element, you know, that they're, um, they're filling this void. There was, there's a socket that's meant for something that um, is gone. Uh, one of the experiences, say, could be some kind of loss, and, um, or even just, say, stability. It's always weird uh, meeting people who that say they've been going along and everything has just fallen into place for them. And then they hit this sudden um, where life just pulls the, you know, pulls the carpet out from underneath them. That this is a huge shock for them. And that's always an, kind of an alien experience. I don't know about you, but I'll, I'll you know, meet these people, see these people and, and just go... Oh, <laughs> you thought this was easy? <laughs> and they're in this, they're in this, you know, they're just wrecked, you know, and and, um, and shocked and surprised and sort of like say um, they were the one holding, you know, supporting everything in the marriage and totally invested and, you know, um, you know, everything's okay, everything's fine. And then they find out that um, it's gone, it's over, everything, you know, just blows up. Uh, and, and they're just sort of in the wreckage of that. Okay. So we must be in the... Yeah, we're just moving into the last quarter. The last act. So uh, we've risen out of, out of the crisis and... Now, now looking at um, the, the the terrible thing is that we're in uh, just to end the crisis that we're in this situation that, in a sense, it's it's promoted that you know our culture, our society, plural, that they are you know that they manifest this, create this. Um, ongoing loss. And part of it is um, creating it, part of it is supporting it, 
that we use it and uh, you know say that um, it's attached to capitalism consumerism um, which which has led to you know say technology uh, advances and then wherever that you know you want to take that the pros and cons of technology <laughs> it's 2020 uh, where's my robot of course i'm you know it's in my hand right now um this is it why doesn't it have legs and a head you know that's because it's using me right using you that's what's going on moss are you saying that our phones are um uh, what's it called prosthetics yes i am uh, and to a question with bouncing off of uh you know the notion of say addiction um you know and being ruled by desire that that there is the potential of say you know using the device using this prosthetic phone slash computer slash robot that ai um that that there's this potential for awesomeness that you know that we could put this device to work um i'm hopeful that even say like a conversation like this that that's where that's where it's going and um and and yet at the same time we're human beings and we're totally messed up <laughs> it's you know falling into traps and um getting getting used um you know there's this company out in squamish that i'm you know i'm totally just going oh please let this be it right you know please let this be the solution but of course you know that um the, the more i think about it i'm going you know does you know does what this company are isn't this isn't this just you know sort of leading to more problems shouldn't we just go back to nature <laughs> just abandon everything and just head off into the woods right moss what about survival such a good point i'm glad you brought that up uh that everything everything we're doing is about survival um it's such a strange thing that we could have you know people's lives being destroyed um and right now right now there's you know we're gonna have uh this huge um let's see loss we're gonna have a lot of loss more than more than normal um we've been there before and and yet there is this kind of uh prosthetic in a sense that um you know normality has shifted it's just a just a couple of weeks ago that it was um it wasn't a pandemic right and it was being called something else it was sort of like you know just before the pandemic and and now it's and now and now we're in it you know and now we're dealing with people carriers right um i said on twitter today that i suspect carrier guilt is going to be something at the end of this right that we'll have you know people that just didn't understand and just didn't you know they really wanted to their reality to be the dominant reality right i refuse to believe <laughs> in uh, this pandemic and uh yeah that uh that's going to that's going to be difficult okay so um can we uh, let's say i want to give someone like um uh cherry i want to give her oh damn i want to give them uh the i want i i want the notion of the say um the cyborg right somebody who is um part machine it works because they use a wheelchair cherry uses wheelchair and so there is that kind of mechanical but but the thing also is that that say going back um i th i think they say like a hope a hope in the identity and that 
it moves even more so towards the cybernetic that we're sort of still on the front front uh, frontier at the front line and then there's me with flubbing uh, uh you know gender pronouns okay so famous last words or well we're moving into the climax of the episode so synthesis what are the elements that we're bringing together um bringing together um a, a prosthetic and, and i want to argue that the prosthetic is similar to say the phantom limb situation uh, and to going for the prosthetic of the psychological, the mind, um, that in, you know, with this cardboard box that has this mirror and then we're using our imagination and that, that, that is the prosthetic. Can it be that, um, what I'm doing with writing and what you're doing with writing is that we are reflecting, we are looking up upon, um, we are looking upon, in a way, we're looking upon the memory, we're looking upon the, the image, um, the reflection of something that isn't there. Going back to Tolkien, um, there's a kind of return quality, right? We have our arm that is, you know, the, the limb that's going to be reflected. And then on the other side, we have our cardboard box with the mirror. And um, that we see we see the reflection of you know and we we experience this return to uh to what we had to what used to exist and uh now is no longer um and 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 the pain there it's interesting too to think where's that pain like you know that one thing i got from the article that I read and the videos was that there was, I think it was Ted talk as well. And, um, but it was that there, there was no pain, like say that there, the nerves, um, it wasn't set up for pain and that the pain was, it was, it was like the brain refusing to, um, to acknowledge that the limb was missing, um, rebelling against this. Um, it's like the reality of it. It's like, no, I don't want to believe the reality. Look, pain, right? It hurts. It's there. Um, that it's so necessary to have that part of oneself. Uh, so in, in writing, I guess this is the argument, that, that there is this combination of um, in, in the reflection and in the, um, in the reflection and then the imagination um, and the power of how we define ourselves um, if we're lacking in some way and we live and we agree to that uh, what a horrible thing and that's something that we are yoked with uh, and to that our society and culture and let's say it's the best part of myself that is saying this <laughs> But I see it and I'm going, you know, yeah, we really put ourselves down. We elevate those who are, you know, normal, right? Who are normal and can do amazing things and put down um, others. Oh, well, you know, you're not as good as so-and-so, right? You can't do this. You can't do that. All of this uh, untapped potential. Um I've argued somewhere else that, you know, we, meaning whatever, you know, wherever you are, um, we could be the best. You could be the best. And, uh, and yet our nations seem to be unable to afford that, right? And that he's like, no, we don't want, you know, uh, everyone to be, you know, say, imagining you know, the best, right? You know, imagining, yeah, you know, I've got this missing part of myself, right? Or even I can imagine something, you know, new, a part of myself that is awesome. You know, some, some kind of, 
um, way of doing things, way of achieving things, such as an arm. An arm does things, an arm achieves things. Um, and, and instead of viewing it as this uh, loss that it say opens up this potential, you know, it's like, oh, um, I can actually, you know, end the pain. That's one amazing thing about it. Um, to, to be able to say control one's um, pain receptors. I think that's what it's called, pain receptors. Uh, but then going onwards. And, and so this is the synthesis for me is, is the notion of the, the celebration of superiority on one side, right? The, the sort of excelling, almost like say technology is just escalating and then we get to these higher and higher plateaus. Um, but, but at the same time, using a mirror and um, using a mirror and using imagination, um, figuratively speaking, to, to go on to even uh, grander um, opportunities and, and really doing away with uh, limitation. <laughs> I've fixed the world. <laughs> it's, it's over. Go celebrate in the streets right now. This is, <laughs> this is a glorious day. So, uh, yeah, the beauty of, the beauty of imagination. And, um, so going beyond, I saw this, I saw this cool, um, Johannes did this illustration um, and so this is Johannes Steger and this is not a plug. Now it's, now it could be possibly a plug. Anyways, I saw he did this illustration and it's an astronaut and it's awesome for me because I have an orange astronaut. So here's this picture of an orange astronaut he's done that is full of flowers inside. Um, like say inside the helmet, the helmet's been open and all these like awesome flowers. And um, for me, there's a nice bit of symmetry there, symmetry, synchronicity, right? So I'm working on something, he's doing something else. And yet there's this connection. And that's um, what, how is that connected to what I'm talking about? Uh, it, was, it was the synth synthesis one of the things that uh, uh, Johannes, Johannes is quote unquote disabled, right? And uh, one of the things, and too sorry, but he would he says disabled, but I'm I'm using the quotes. No, I think I've made a mistake again, but I mean it in the best way, in the sense of um, what what I've been talking about. You know that there is this. Um, with reflection and animation, uh, imagination, sorry. Sorry, Johannes, um, let's see the point. Okay, so Johannes was, uh, he did at least one video, I think it was a bunch, led to conversations that um, what will happen uh, in shows is they'll have somebody that has a disability and they get cured. And it's this unrealistic, um, Thing. it doesn't it doesn't help and uh it doesn't show say that it doesn't show a person their their arc their transformation is that you know that they they live it's they don't even live with it it's just the normal it's you know that that's how they live you know and everybody has their stuff that they deal with and this person has their stuff um i think we were talking about a sort of a comic book it was either a comic book or a show and they have i think it was like bat woman huntress something and um she starts off in a wheelchair and his argument is you know she stays you know you don't you don't fix people because they're not broken and if when you start doing stuff like that then you're suggesting that they don't have value like say you know if you're if you're in a chair wheelchair and um you know if there's this suggestion and oh she's all better now right that you know your reality is not 
um, equivalent. Um, and, and, you know, here I am in, with my own disability, and I know it's not the same thing, but um, that say, you know, I tell people, things have changed for me as well, uh, how people react when they find out there's this shift, and, you know, I suddenly, is suddenly there's this, like, oh, you poor thing, and, you know, um, I'm sort of like, oh, no, now I'm having a pathetic moment, right? You know, I just, I just want to, you know, have the truth out there, and uh, all of a sudden, I've become, you know, you know, I've, I've got crutches, and, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, is that a problem? He's like, you know, not at all, not at all. Uh, uh, you know, did they have the problem? I guess that's it. He's like, yes, <laughs> there's no problem here. Um, and two, you know, I definitely want to hang around with the people who just, you know, treat me, I'm Moss. And there we go. We are pretty much done. Maybe a few few words to end with. Uh, let's see. Just I'm just excited with the notion of um, prosthetic thought, right? And that, that we can create something, we can imagine something that, um, that is of assistance, that allows stuff to happen. And yet um, the, greater, the greater prosthetic, I think, is to to have the notion of oneself as that you know uh, that we are perfect and i think that's the the best way to end is to choose that is to choose that as the belief that we are perfect uh, as who we are and i think i'm i'm getting a bit misty and choking up so that's definitely the time to end all right take care